Welcome to the Art of Leadership with Nina Ellison. Join Nina as she explores the underlying value of soft skills in the lives of healthy leaders. Hi, kids. I am Nina Ellison. And today we're going to talk about the idea of thought-filled pauses. As a leader in 2018, I had the opportunity to hear Juliet Funt speak on her ideas of white space. Juliet is the CEO of a company called White Space at Work, and she refers to white space as a strategic pause taken between activities, like taking sips of water. And, and before I go any farther, are you looking to grow in this area, to be more strategic in your thinking, in thought-filled pauses? You can reach me at www.healthyline.online. As a leadership coach, I'd love to connect and talk about how I can support you in your growth. You know, that day when Juliet spoke, she shared about the thieves of being productive and how when we take things that we do well and move them to an extreme, they become unproductive. The four thieves she identified were drive, excellence, information, and activity. You know, drive, you know, the, the extreme of our drive becomes hyperdrive. Striving for excellence can lead into perfectionism. A continual seeking for information evolves into information overload. And activity in its extreme can become frenzy. In my notes, I wrote, when I can't or won't plan the pace or pressure of my days, I will become increasingly less effective. When I can't, I was thinking about the external forces that influence that. When I won't, it was my own internal forces that impact me. And perhaps that statement resonates with you. When you can't externally or won't internally plan what you do at work, including the pace and pressure of your days, you will become increasingly less effective. One or more of those thieves that Juliet Funt talked about may be tapping on your door. Maybe you are at a place where your meetings and, and keeping up with your emails are preventing you from important work and, and the time you need for strategic thoughtfulness. I know this from experience that I became even more committed to finding ways to avoid letting external factors, these meetings, the phone calls, the emails, control every minute of my day. And in the upcoming weeks after hearing Juliet Funt, I looked to collaborate with others about managing our meeting calendar in a way to provide some strategic pauses. Everyone was on board in reducing our meetings to 50 minutes so that we could all have 10 minute pauses, but it didn't ever really happen. The habit of using the full hour was never broken. Then I tried blocking off time on my calendar, but soon I was being invited to meetings during these times as well. You know, we can see each other's calendars and so it was evident that the time block I had put in was not connected to a meeting. So others would send in invitations in the hopes that I could be available for this or that crucial meeting. Finally, trying to think of something I could design that I knew I had control over, I focused just on the one-on-one -on -one meetings that I had with my own leadership team. I continued to schedule one-hour meetings, but with each calendar invitation, I sent out a second invitation for the first 15-minute block saying that the actual meeting would begin at the quarter hour. In other words, I built in some protected space against the thief of activity. It worked. 
And though it was only a small change, it provided a time that I knew I could count on some white space. What are your white space thieves? I challenge you to come up with one simple strategy to protect your time, whether it's that you're in hyperdrive, that you're trending towards perfectionism with a desire to seek excellence. Maybe you're in information overload, or maybe your activity is starting to resemble chaos. To me, this is a part of the never ending challenge of a leader learning how to embrace being and not just doing. And, and this isn't a new phenomenon. 15 years ago, Francis Hesselbein, former CEO of the Girl Scouts and president and CEO of the Francis Hesselbein Leadership Institute wrote, the first challenge facing leaders is a matter of how to be leaders, not how to do leadership. And by the way, Francis is now 105 years old. Dr. Eugene Heibacher in his book, Essential Soft Skills That Transform Leaders and the People They Lead, looks at building and maintaining a healthy spiritual, mental, and physical foundation. And in doing this, rather than calling it white space, he calls this time sacred space. Again, focusing on the idea that leaders will likely fail when they are not grounded in a space that consistently offers planned thoughtfulness. I think that white space and sacred space are parts of the same continuum. Perhaps they involve different levels of thinking, but the bottom line of planning your space is that as leaders, you and I need to determine how we choose to engage in this protected time. My encouragement to you is to pursue your own strategy of protection of time that allows you to think for yourself so that you can be ready to act on what you think, to clarify what your position is, and to be able to articulate what your focus is and where you want your focus to make a difference. Coming out of regularly recurring spaces of planned thoughtfulness, your voice can provide a clarity and even a calm in an overly busy world. Now, you know it's true, and, and you may hear it yourself, or you may even have said it in the last day or two when greeting others. Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm so busy. I'm just so busy. Okay, so I've talked about white space and sacred space, and we all know that cyberspace has a profound effect on the use of our time, both good and not good. Let's ask ourselves, how can a leader optimize the use of cyberspace to protect a space needed for strategic thinking, similarly to what I did with that 15-minute block of time? The question to ask yourself is, how can I as a leader optimize my use of cyberspace to protect a space needed for strategic thinking? needed for furthering the foundations of my leadership through the pursuit of rhythms of work that allow for space to continually affirm who I am and not just what I do. Have you asked yourself recently, who am I? You know, what do I think? What is my focus? How am I influencing and adding value to myself and to those around you? To find those answers, we all need time to pause and reflect. And I promise you'll grow as a result of it.